I don't believe in God, I know God. I love me some Jesus. You told me too much. That's crazy. <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. And that's a wrap. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, the year of our Lord, 2022. And you're listening to Real Talk on God Talk, a podcast for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. Hey, Truth, what's up? Hey, Yaya, what's good? Welcome (laughs) back. (laughs) Right, right, right. Welcome back. Mm. Guess who's Bazak? Right. Right. I know longtime listeners of Real Talk on God Talk. Y'all got to be like, where the heck have y'all been at? Clearly in the danger zone if you hear all all the sirens outside. Make sure y'all good. (laughs) Bro, y'all know I moved to D.C. No, I'm joking. They would be so mad at me for that. (laughs) JK, love the district. Got nothing to do with no sirens. (laughs) <laughs> but no seriously though um it has been a while it's been like nine months it's been a whole baby yeah we could have had baby. one of them uh freaky pandemic babies that come <laughs> out with their eyes open asking for the breast exactly <laughs> mother man the breast <laughs> no <laughs> oh man but seriously like so much has changed right during this nine months like oh man it's been nine months since we last talked, right? Right. Um, Our last episode, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, it feels like a lot has changed, but not that much. Like, you know, pandemic time, everything goes really fast. Yeah. It's been so many headlines, which I know we'll catch up on yeah. uh, throughout the episode. But, like, personally, how you doing? What's going on? Um, personally, I am doing good, thank God. Uh, I'm excited. We're back. <laughs> Real talk on God talk. I think our our last episode where we left was was a, it was a dope episode like it really was like our that was like our first live second live episode that we did but first on like a Zoom and um so that was really dope um but other than that I think for the most part nothing really new you know work life all that good stuff mm. um when we first started we were both in seminary and I think <laughs> What was that? Maybe like uh, three, three years ago, years I think we now. started the podcast. Yeah. And so I think the question back then was, for me, it was like, okay, how do we take this academic talk outside of the walls of academia? Like, how do we just talk like regular people? Right. <laughs> and it was like, well, let's start a podcast. It was like, okay. And um, that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> check. We did yeah, that. We did that. <laughs> right. And then we graduated. Double check. <laughs> right. We really did that. Yeah. And then um now it's just working. Um I so during the pandemic, I actually started uh my own ministry. It's 418 ministry. Um if y'all are not following me, which I think most of y'all are, because I've seen a lot of familiar faces. I appreciate the love. Um <laughs> yeah, 418 ministry is really uh it's it's good, slowly growing, but I love it. I love that it's slowly growing because it's like just the amount of work I can take right now. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? God bless. You know? And then uh, it's really showed me, like, a lot of, like, our online community. It It is so needed. Um, as the pandemic has shown us, like, outreach for church and just church in general has changed. And um, mm. I think church has got to move with the time, you know? And so uh, 
one in ministry was kind of like a, a response to that, you know, to be able to work with people who don't really see church in the traditional way. So that's been really cool. And uh, been able to be a part of a lot of great um, give backs. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's been really awesome. And I've had the support of the Real Talking Girl Talk community. So that's been really good. Um, and yeah, uh, stopping Real Talking Girl Talk wasn't in the plans. <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> You know, Story one of us of went life. out to get milk and that's it. <laughs> uh, I think that's Yaya. That's me. I'm the, del- I'm the delinquent baby daddy that <laughs> ran out to the store and never came back. Oh man. But, um, but it's, it's, it's been good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're back. I'm definitely glad we're back. And so, so tell me, Yaya, what's up with you? What's new? What's going on? What is new besides ducking and hiding from responsibilities? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, like you said, truth, you know, pandemic stuff, t- living that pandemic life. Um, I am, I mean, y'all know I'm in the district now. I love it. Um, professionally, I'm an organizer. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I mm. think living life in the political realm, uh, trying to do community work, trying to do it in a way that, you know, settles with my heart right but I'm also you know out here making money in the streets right right, right. Uh, that that's something we will definitely get into that later yeah. on this season um but generally I think uh like you too thinking back to where we started like you know we started this at seminary in a very academic oh yeah white space like you Ooh. know I think it's very important to put that yeah, out yeah, there yeah. very yeah, yeah. academic white space and yeah. when we started real talk we were really kind of like railing against that yeah. really searching for a place where we can take these radical ideas like for for myself specifically like thinking about womanist ideas mm. black liberation theology think about queer theology yeah. you know things that i learned about um and how can we take the language of the academy out into the streets and make it real and so you know uh we graduate I'm like, I don't want to do anything to do with ministry. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> Go out into the world and it's like, nobody gives a fuck about God. Like, <laughs> I hate to put it straight up like that. Yeah, like, get your seminary ass out of here. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, get all that huggy, huggy, touchy-feely, yeah. Jesus, you know, be kind, humanistic bullshit yeah. elsewhere. And mm-hmm. it's so, like, and it's amazing. Like, you know, I work in a pretty um, conscious progressive quote-unquote I don't know what you want to call it but, yeah you know, I work in a space that recognizes the inner life of people for the yeah. most part and it's still like that yeah <laughs> so mm-hmm. I can only imagine people working corporate life but anyway yo so, right right so all this to say I've been working uh been doing yoga with my men so we've Ooh. been doing uh if y'all are on YouTube follow well y'all follow her if you want to I don't care but she helps me <laughs> uh yoga with Adrian uh mm. me and uh my husband have been uh doing that consistently for more than 30 days oh, now nice. and that has really been just helping me be more in tune with my body mm. um I don't we don't own a TV so I don't be watching TV like that we'll get into you. that weirdness later also <laughs> but I'm okay like I'm all right I've been a little trampled by work but it can't hold a black woman down that's right Dang, damn it. <laughs> right that's right damn it so let's say all right as three years since we started real talking god talk right so we said when we got back we're gonna go back to the basics because we really want to see we wanted to have a direction for real talking god talk right so for today's check-in let's look back to our why like 
why did we even decide to start this podcast? I know we touched on it a little bit. We want to take it outside to the streets, but like, okay, cool. But there was something deeper. Um, so you want to start that off? Okay, I will start us off. And, uh, you know, it's when you would think that Truth and I don't talk about this in advance because I'm like a deer in head, like me. You're like, yeah. Me? Yeah, you know, yeah. just my co-host, you know? Right, right. Um, why? I think I have to just throw out all of the reasons I came with in the first place. Mm. I'm going to be real with y'all. I think I started this from a place of ego a little bit mm. in that I saw myself coming out of seminary with something to give. Like I felt like I had something within myself to offer the world of mm. whether it's a worldview or a way of connecting with God or, you know, language of the Academy, whatever you want to call it. I felt like I had something to give other people. And I know I'm fast forwarding a little bit. Like that's kind of like why I started it. Yeah. Yeah. Why we started it. Um, but now kind of looking at why I want to keep it going or like, what do I, like, what am I trying to get or give now? Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot less, what do I want to give and more of what I want to get? Like, I think I started this thinking I was going to be ministering to others. Yeah. Fast forward three years, all the commentary, all of the engagement, all of the different topics, all of the things I've learned. I realized this is clearly just a ministry for me yeah. and that we, a journey that we are recording. And Ooh. as I realize that I am letting go of the beliefs and language of Christianity in a more like formalized way for myself, yeah. I'm hoping that this season will be me being a little bit more straight up in my journey of where I am, of my vices, of the things that I'm really, really lost on and not feeling like I have to lead people. Like, I'm sorry, y'all if y'all yeah, looking yeah. to me for that I might not be the person <laughs> right now if I had to lead somebody I would be scared but knowing that I just have a community to walk alongside with yeah. I don't feel scared yeah and so that's kind of where I'm at completely went left field <laughs> a little off script there but no nah, yeah. I love it I love it I think I think that that's the genuine part right this is the real talk right where it's like we totally discussed something else and here we are doing something else right, <laughs> right. that's the real talk of it though that's I think that's one of the things that I've always loved about just our relationship and our friendship, our sisterhood is just that um, for some reason we can start off in one topic and we end up exactly where we need to be. Um, and I think the podcast is no different for me when, when we decided to to start this, it really did feel like a need because we were tired of kind of seeing the podcast where it was just like too OD on Christianity, you know, it was very like kind of cult like brainwashing type. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, exactly. You know, as opposed to, you know, what are our people who who don't attend church every Sunday, you know, who don't want to attend church every Sunday, you know, but ha want to have some type of spiritual life like ding 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 right ding, you know like part. what does that look like and it was it really came from i think a point where that was where we were you know we didn't attend church every sunday you know um and that's kind of something that i applied you know to 418 ministry you know my services aren't two hours long like well you got about less than 15 minutes <laughs> 
you're gonna get a benediction a worship a word <laughs> and you out <laughs> like like my siblings listen if it's a video more than 15 seconds flat don't don't even bring it, it their way listen <laughs> exactly. gen z is not playing no and so like the i think uh, a perfect thing that you said is like um we weren't really looking to lead people, you know, and still like, I, I wasn't looking to lead nobody. I just, I wanted to know if there was more people who thought like me, you know, mm. I, I wanted to find like people who I can't be the only one thinking this, you know, like, where are y'all? Like, like, and, and I wanted to at least be, I wanted to at least use my voice so that someone could say, like, I was thinking that I was just too afraid to say it, you know? And I have found that with Real Talk on God Talk, I've had those moments and I like where people have told me like, man, that's just something I thought of. I never thought I, you know, somebody would say it out loud. And then I've been in that position too, where like, you know, you'll say something or one of our guests will say something. And I just thought that was just me thinking in my head is like, it's good to know somebody else is there. And um, it, it, I wanted to build a community where we can like really really make some impactful things happen. Like we didn't just want just a podcast where we're just talking stuff. And that's one of the reasons why we did our outreach and we did stuff like that because we we didn't want to just be another podcast, you know, uh, we wanted to work within the community. And, um, I think in our own ways we, we did that. And, um, I think that was definitely part of the goal of starting real talk on God talk. We, we kind of just wanted to break out and a podcast at the time seemed like the best way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Little did we know podcasting would be. <laughs> I was just like, the I got too much. water of the world. <laughs> right. Right. So <clears throat> it was cool. And I mean, I will say, you know, not to suit our own horns or nothing, but toot, a, lot of, a lot of the <laughs> podcasts came out of that seminar. I'm just saying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> toot, toot. I, uh, you know. <laughs> all right so so how so we we know that so we we got our why we got our why that we start so how do you think the ministry of real talk on god talk has impacted your personal spiritual journey um i think for me it has been i mean like i said at where i am right now is having a community of people to walk alongside me is something that is new for me. Like yeah. even quote unquote growing up in the church. Yeah. I think my spirituality has always been a very individual thing. Like it's not mm. something I've ever really like been vulnerable about in the way of like, this is, it's not something like in my head, but this is like, no, this is really what's going on with me right now for real. Yeah. And I think having that space has just been a positive impact on my spirituality. Um, and then I think also being able to go back and listen to where I was at any given point in time yeah. and the bullshit that came out my <laughs> mouth, the stuff that's like, girl, you really believe that? Oh, do you really believe that? Um, yeah. I think that it has been, um, just kind of like a, a measuring stick for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I like we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but like, yeah. um, you know, where I was on certain issues, points is not reflective of anything other than oh that girl is reacting at yeah, that yeah, yeah, given yeah, point yeah. in time I hear you yeah. and I think um I think it has helped me to kind of sort out what my true beliefs are mm. what I find interesting in terms of theory and what yeah. I'm really going to live out in the world it's yeah. helped me kind of put those different things together 
Yeah, I like that. I think um, the measuring stick of listening to our old episodes um, now, where we are now, <clears throat> and um, how far like along like the experiences that we've had just in in this short amount of time, how that may have changed our outlook on stuff, like how reacting to certain things, you know, how I felt in my body for certain things, you know, and, and it's so funny because like I'll think about it now and, and like I hear and you can hear in my voice, like I feel, or at least I feel like I hear in my voice the restraint in some, <laughs> some things <laughs> I want to just like spaz out or like just want to really say what I'm thinking. Um, and then, and then also wearing that, the, the responsibility of being, you know, a pastor, you know, mm-hmm. and understanding, um, and understanding how my behavior can affect someone, you know, and, and I think I've, I've had to hold those two, um, in, in some type of balance. You know, and I think I have come to the understanding that um, when someone is in a place of like being vulnerable, uh, I do watch my behavior more, you know, Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be that one that's going to push someone over to to the edge, you know, or or to a place where they're not going to be happy. in. Um, But it also made me realize that as uh, a pastor, you do need your close circle that you can really just be, you know, that they can understand you with all of your, um, all of your not nice words, all of your, like, you all had of your, not nice words, you know, You've like, been holding out on us. <laughs> all of, you know, all of like, I'm your that messy. Unfinished... <laughs> nah, but it's true. Like all of like your unfinished thoughts, you know, because, um, there is such a pressure in, in, um, like people in any type of like ministry to have like all the right things to say. And I'm so accustomed to be like, yo, I don't know. And that's okay. Like I'm okay with not knowing. And I'm, I wanted to also have other people be okay with not knowing. And I can't tell you how many discussions I've been in, in my DMS (laughs) because of stuff that I say. Um, but it's good. It's good for me because I've gotten to see, how people take things and I've tried to put myself in a position to understand. And I think that I'm the type of person where like, I don't feel I need to understand. <laughs> like, like I'm just going to feel how I'm going to feel and mm. like just, just move on, you know, but it's, it's been nice to have like a platform like real talk and God talk where we talk about so many different things where um, we can put ourselves in somebody else's shoes to kind of understand. We could see different perspectives. We could read about different perspectives. And I think that just makes us better overall as like a person and then as a community. So mm-hmm. I think being that raw with Real Talk and God Talk has definitely helped, I think, in every aspect of my life. And it's really cool to, to when I pass on the podcast to, you know, freshmen in like college, and they're just hearing us and they're like, I never heard people speak like this. <laughs> who, who, who said that people are God? Like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I, I, I love that reaction because I think that just makes us just so much more human and so much more reflection of God, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if we can get to that understanding, like, like, I think that's just so dope if, if we can all get there. 
I agree. I, I love that metaphor for God. Like, I know I'm like jumping a little bit, but yeah, just yeah. Um, the idea that God is a God of variety yeah. of like so many different types, so many different expressions, so yeah. many different ways. Every time we try to shut down someone expressing their individual <laughs> expression yeah. of that, that is really just a slap in the face of God. Like, yeah, because like, God I, created that. God created that humor, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you know, sometimes that like, you do something funny, you're like, oh, I'm wrong for that, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But then I'm like, but God, you knew this when you made me, so it's on you. Right. You know I'm <laughs> stupid like that. You know, and it's all good, you know. So I think I, I think having those being able, like we really do, um, we really are vulnerable with our audience, you know, how much vulnerability I think we both decide that. But I think to a certain extent, we are both very vulnerable. You know, we've, we've gone on some really tough topics. And I think it's, it takes a lot to do that with complete strangers. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just you and me right now. But this goes out, you know, <laughs> like, this goes yeah. out to the world, you know. And so it's I think it's been really cool to just be able to have those real conversations of like, yo, I don't understand. Or like, this is something I have a hard time with. And I think if we can have more of those honest conversations, then we can actually have more healthy human beings out in the world. That's a fact. So uh, let's jump into what listeners can expect for this week. Yep. We're back. And I'm kind of amped slash kind of nervous for the first episode of our new season. But y'all know what time it is. You're... Here's a rundown of what you can expect on this episode. So, it's been a while since we blessed the mic, and we've got some major catching up to do. Yup, so the last time we had some real talk on God Talk was back in April 2021, which is like a forever ago in a pandemic time. So, this week, we're taking a look at what's been happening on Earth since our last episode. Our super real talk question of the week, does any of it even matter? And then for the moon reading, I'll be talking about all things Lunar New Year and Chinese Zodiac 2022. It's the year of the tiger. Oh my goodness, truth. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It has been nine months. We got a pandemic baby. Yes. (laughs) Nine months since we last talked. Wow. Um, time is going by freaky fast. Yeah. Like things are happening. The news keeps going. But, uh, our question for this week is, does any of it even matter? Like we're getting all like existential and and philosophical, but like for (laughs) real. I mean, we can pick up where we left off last thing. I mean, (laughs) if you remember, (laughs) (laughs) In, in okay. case, in case you don't, um, let me remind you real quick. <laughs> so the last thing that we actually talked about was um, a little Nas X was putting, you know, dressing up like a devil, putting on like those vials of blood, a human blood in his shoes. <laughs> that was such a big deal at the time. <laughs> it really was, and like, you know what though, it actually stayed a big deal for quite a few months. He, uh, Lil Nas X, was definitely the talk of the town for quite a few months. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, okay. So thinking back to that episode, like that we had done like a little like bonus episode after, yeah. right? Yeah, that was ladies' I, night. Oh yes, your girl completely reacted. Like <laughs> Lil Nas X is a master troll, and your girl was completely one hundred percent trolled. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of like looking back on it. I I really feel like it was kind of like. Not to sound all, like, conspiracy theory-ish. But, like, I feel like it was a test from big media, right? Oh, yeah. To say, like, can we still get a reaction? Like, can we pull people's strings, Mm -hmm. show, like, some imagery of, like, a black man as the devil, put some blood in the sneaker, and voila! (laughs) Immediately, like, you know, get... I don't know if he had, like, albums sold or whatever the case may be. But I know, like, clicks on ads or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that video must have gotten so many views. And I, and I agree with you, man. I mean, like, I reacted, too. Um, I, I remember looking at that, and I was like, man, come on. The LGBT community ain't got enough going on. <laughs> ain't got enough. Like, come on, don't do this. Stop it. <laughs> you know, it's just like, come on, man. Like, why could... <sighs> you know, but... I mean, I'm sure he definitely got a lot of... Um, I think he definitely did get a lot of uh, albums from... Um, downloads money whatever from it and uh i think i think uh some awards were won but i'm not sure um seriously i don't know <laughs> maybe i mean you know it's also it's also like hollywood so i'm like not surprised if right. it was. <laughs> i mean i feel like you know clickbait it what was this right. april 2021 yeah, so much has happened between mm-hmm. then and now yeah but um i think probably the number one lesson from that at least for me is mm-hmm. that like biblical imagery words like damnation mm-hmm. heaven hell yeah. still matters Sell oh, yeah. records, get people talking, get the outrage going. Yeah. You know? And like, I wonder, I actually wonder if all the people who were like, you know, in their feelings by Lil Nas X were equally disturbed and appalled by the shenanigans of uh, Pastor uh, Michael Todd, who leads the uh, Transformation Church in Tulsa. Have you seen a video? I- so I'm not gonna lie, I could not bring myself to watch the video. Good. I heard about what happened, but I that's not that's I not. I saw my it bag. on my timeline by mistake because I would have <laughs> never looked it up. You want to tell the people what happened? So oh boy was basically giving a sermon, and during the sermon, he basically spits on his hand and then rubs it all over his brother's eyes. His brother. In this big here COVID-19 pandemic, you rubbing your spit in somebody's eyes on a stage in likeness of Jesus H. Christ? No, 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 no. No. I was like, the Christians. (laughs) Seriously, I'm like, this is why. (laughs) This is why. You wonder why people don't go to church? This is why. This is why. Shenanigans like this. Because you know social media, you know, they blew it up, boy. They blew that video up. I really landed on it by mistake, but no lie. As I'm going through my timeline, that same video must have been on my timeline in about five different accounts. And I was like, this is wild. I'm just like, this is disgusting. It's super (laughs) disgusting. It's super disgusting. And it's it's just wild, too, because it's like after that video came out, it was like a little bit of outrage and that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, we're not more mad about this? Like... (laughs) 
It's just funny, like the whole Lil Nas X thing goes on for months. Like it, right. they drag it for months. For a little months. bit of blood, a little bit of blood, a little bit of whatever. Yeah. This guy this is in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic. Spits <laughs> in his hand, rubs it in his bro's eye, you know, has some biblical uh, lesson to teach there. And I just feel like none. what this tells us about just our concerns like mm-hmm. as like Christians in America I'm gonna put like a big yeah yeah blanket over it mm-hmm. what 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 the concern uh, is is with like what is it called esthetology is, the, yeah. is am I pronouncing that right esthetology uh-huh. that's like uh in theology the idea of like being overly concerned with like heaven yeah. what happens when you die what happens in the future we're so concerned with Lil Nas X dressing up like a devil that we will give months of attention to that and this guy literally spits in his hand like somebody <laughs> reporting to the CDC like, for real gonna work i want to leave the cdc on on that stage it's like a couple of retweets and that's it yeah and it's it's just to me it just showed like yo people really worried about bodies just bodies like if you're in a certain body you you just get a little little jokey jokes here and then that's it you in a whole different type of body boy they condemn you to hell but you know i digress Right, right, right. But okay, so that was like April where we left off. (laughs) Lil Nas X, you still got the people's talking about you. So you know, if you ever want to come on our show, we love you. Yeah, (laughs) I was talking some shit about you a couple of months ago, but you know, I'll tell you on the show too. You say exactly. It's all love. It's all right. But um, okay, so that was April. Yeah. What happened in May? Not much. Vaccines mm-hmm. available for all. Yeah. Yay! I guess I don't know where oh. you stand on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got vaccinated. So, Girl, I mean, my job was not playing. That's what so. I'm saying. There was like, you know, I was like, hey, um, you know, for me, it was like my parents are no longer young. You know what I'm saying? So if I got to do it just to keep them safe, then I will. I was like, you know, we've been vaccinated all our lives. I'm like whatever <laughs> you know, I was just like I'm gonna take this little vaccination and keep it moving I will say um I didn't have any reaction to the first one the second one and the booster took my arm out out of oh, commission took you out? out of commission <laughs> I was so t- like I could not lift my arm and I just thought people were exaggerating when they were saying that but I was mm-hmm. like like my armpit hurt like oh, it hurt to put deodorant like I was like, this is wild. Is, was, is that the excuse they're using now? Oh, it hurts to put deodorant on. Exactly. I was like, uh-uh. I was like, I was like, what is this? But um, but no, I definitely did, and also jobs and stuff. And uh, you know, I was I'm still working as a audio engineer, and so places they wanted it, and you know, we got bills. <laughs> Yo, you know. For me, it basically started off with my job, like putting pressure Mm -hmm. on. But then I think as the death toll started to rise, you know, as the death toll started to rise and as new like variants and stuff came out, I'm just like, y'all bullshit. And I'm not no doctor. I barely (laughs) passed ninth grade biology. Like, I don't fucking know, honestly. And so you got to know what your limitations are. And like I think the way they did it was like a little beastie, like a little disempowering. Like, you better get vaccinated now. But honestly, there's a lot of ways in which I'm disempowered by my government. This ain't the first and this ain't the (laughs) last. This ain't the hill I'm going to die on personally. Yeah, and and it was, was, 
Oh, you were you were in DC when the pandemic hit, right? Uh, for, yeah, but then I ran to my mommy's house. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so yeah, so I was in New York still, and honestly, I feel like I never realized how big and how close everybody is in this city because of how fast this you know COVID nineteen spread. Mm-hmm. It just really felt like the city was shut down in two weeks because everybody had it and you know hospitals were all packed and everything and then you know started seeing the videos of you know all the people that passed and everything and it was like whoa you know it was it was it was hard man it, it definitely was hard I feel like um I don't know man there's so many like traumatic things and you know uh, I think like most people you know we didn't see our families I didn't see uh, my family for a little over a year and that's not normal for me because I always see them so mm-hmm. that that was hard and um yeah and I think for me um because uh, uh I wanted to make sure I kept my parents safe um when the vaccine came I waited a few months and then I was like all right I'm gonna do it I want to make sure I keep them safe but I also made sure like I wasn't going anywhere just like everybody else I guess you know yeah. try to stay as safe as possible and do other things so but it was just wild to think about like i'm in my 30s and i lived through a pandemic (laughs) yeah are living through a pandemic i feel like something that i've just like you know not to go down the pandemic rabbit hole yeah yeah we could talk about this forever but something that i've really learned is like pandemic fatigue is real like you know you talk about being as safe as you can and i think about like the pendulum i have swung back and forth from being like i'm keeping on my n95 the entire time i'm not going anywhere get me behind me satan (laughs) to like oh i'm at the party i feel okay you know i'm vaccinated Mm -hmm. i'm fine like you know i've done all ends of the spectrum Mm -hmm. and i think that it really is just has funny parallels for me with like i feel like what it feels like to try to be like a moral person or to like keep a cap on your sin (laughs) as you walk (laughs) through worlds it's like you know every day you know that you're getting closer to death you know every day you know that there is a chance you could die tomorrow Mm -hmm. whatever and so you try to live quote unquote good life and you try to do all the things to like keep yourself good but after you start to lose sight of the fact that you will likely die at some point and this will be done game over and I feel the same way with the pandemic it's like Mm -hmm. when somebody I know close to me catches COVID or you know it's like a big news cycle it's like I am the safest person on earth (laughs) but then a couple of days later a couple of weeks later a couple months later it's just so easy to lose track. Ah, absolutely. And it's just, you know, because it's just like uh, we've been going through kind of the same routine for now for two years. So yeah. super easy to lose track. But okay. So that's well, May. <laughs> that's May. Vaccines for everybody. June. Biggest hey. thing on my agenda is Juneteenth became an officially recognized U.S. holiday. Yeah. Holla at that, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know uh, the deal. Yeah. You know, August, uh, former governor Andrew Cuomo, he resigned as governor of New York. Okay, let's see. Uh, August, the U.S. withdrew from uh, 20 years in Afghanistan, 20 years wow. of our young adult lives at war. Yeah. For what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
completely botched the exit too. Lives. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jeez. And then we got uh, September, October, November, December. <laughs> they just go right. run in together. <laughs> you know, holiday season. What's some headlines from the from those times? Oh, Astro that was the Astro World concert. Ooh, oh, R.I.P. to all the people yeah. lost there. That was wild. Yeah. I just think. The way we talk about loss of life in the media, interesting, interesting, interesting. Very, very. Um, let's see. There's the what's her name? Ghislaine, Ghislaine. Mm-hmm. Child. Yeah. You know, mind you, mind you, how they've kept this trial so hush hush when this is one of the biggest trials that needed to take place. Okay. They don't care about the kids. No, man. they really don't. And it goes to show you a lot of them were um were white. Uh, kids that they got too yeah listen so, the uh you know this is fast forwarding some time i think i don't know if it was in december or january when uh bell hooks passed uh, yeah. r.i.p but she really was one of the people who the first people i ever read who really talked about child exploitation oh, yeah. and just how pervasive it is and how much we really don't give a fuck about kids and oh United yeah States. absolutely he's my language y'all but like it's really if you just think about our policies the expectation of kids in the media, like, you know, just from top to bottom, we do not value nor care about kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just feel like this, this trial is just another example, but you know, who loves kids? Jesus. You (laughs) love Jesus. You start loving the kids. Exactly. Get your mind right. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, oh. And this one too, surgeons at the university of Maryland medical uh, center, they transplanted a heart from a genetically modified pig into a living human patient. That's intense. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole headline. I didn't know what to say after that. I was just like, okay. <laughs> right. So we've got a pig person living now. Uh, I'm going to ask you a quick flash question. Uh, this person has consciousness. They have the heart of a pig. Yeah. Are they a person? Or are they not a person? And does it matter? Like, what? Wow. <laughs> I, I mean that's that's what that's actually a pretty deep question that's yeah i mean still a person right okay. but they got the heart of a pig now <laughs> but it's also a genetically modified pig so what does that even mean he got a robot heart like what does this even mean what does a genetically modified pig even mean this is getting deep let's table this exactly <laughs> <laughs> let's table this for the metaverse Okay, uh, the metaverse. Uh, that that exactly. that's that's another thing coming. Um, okay, and so that's January. We're up to date. We've got uh, everything between April and today. A genetically modified pig heart man lives. <laughs> he lives. He yes. is risen. Yes. Um, and we're the holiday. Up. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's it. January bridge collapse in Pittsburgh. Man, random for me to say it like that. <laughs> Bruh. Sensitivity training for oh truth, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot to read the script within me and not without. <laughs> right. Okay. But so that bridge I heard, um, it came down because of the snow that was in there. Um, so basically the, the structure of that bridge, it wasn't like a a huge bridge. It's one of those kind of like, um, connects like one side of a town to another, I believe. And so still people were injured, but 
they said it was like the weight of the snow and the infrastructure of that bridge is what kind of made it collapse. Which is ironic because wasn't Biden like visiting to talk about the infrastructure bill or something? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So listen to the science, you know? Mm. So that's January. We'll see what February got for us. (laughs) Black History Month. Oh, that's (laughs) coming. That's it. The Lunar New Year. It's coming. (gasps) Yes. And so uh, why don't we uh, just go right into the moon reading? Do it. Today's February 1st, and you're listening to the moon reading. Today marks the worldwide celebration of the Lunar New Year, a holiday celebrated by over 1 billion people worldwide. The Lunar New Year, or the Spring Festival, is celebrated in China and much of Asia, uh, including Korea, Vietnam, and Singapore, as well as uh, among people of the global Asian diaspora. Uh, Celebrations for the Lunar New Year are determined by the phases of the moon. The moon rules this. Technically, the holiday begins during the second new moon after the winter solstice, and as a result, it falls on different dates each year. This year, New Year's Eve was on January 31st, and the Lunar New Year will begin on February 1st. Uh, The entire uh, festival of the Lunar New Year uh, will be culminated with the Lantern Festival, which is held each year on February 15th. Uh, This year of the Chinese Zodiac, we'll be celebrating the Year of the Tiger. Tigers are known for their fiery passion and fearlessness. They are universally respected and revered for their courage. Tigers are generally known to switch it up. They can go from being fiery and fearless to being calm and emotionless in an instant. So ask yourself, peeps, how are you going to bring some of that infamously playful and fierce tiger energy into your daily life? Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know, I miss the moon readings, girl. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this, this was nice. This was nice. This was nice. Okay, get us a little, get the palette wet, as you know, the people say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We definitely got, uh, we definitely got some great stuff coming for y'all this season. Um, we're working a little different than we than we used to. Um, as far as how many episodes we are putting out in a month, I think we decided right. Yeah, <laughs> one a month. <laughs> The problem is that y'all listeners can't necessarily see me with my mouth just open. Like, yeah, how many? Yes, we we yes. we've uh, narrowed it down to one per month. Yeah, and so that'll um, give us time for self care. Give us time to handle our business, pay our bills, and also give us time to make sure that we get um, our audience uh, some quality stuff to to listen to. So. Y'all enjoy this episode for February. Because <laughs> this is all you get. <laughs> yep, this is it. <laughs> but catch us on um on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Real Talk on God Talk. Follow Yaya, follow Truth. You know what the deal is. And we will catch you on the next one. Peace. Love ya. I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. <laughs> Too much. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's